Namaste and welcome to all of you to the Spiritual Alignment Podcast Live. My name is Mitesh Kapadia and we have Shakti Sharma here. And over the last few episodes, we've been talking about this idea of transformation. And we started out in a general sense of, hey, what is transformation? How do we know how it can impact us and how it can benefit us? And then we looked at thoughts and how transformation really needs a shift in your thoughts to be able to make this happen. And there's one thing that we have yet to talk about, and we want to address here today, which is the idea of emotions and how transformation really can be fueled by your emotions. And so today I want to ask you, Shakti, when it comes to transformation, emotions play a key role. So what, what can we do with emotions and, and what are they that we can really take the step forward on mm. this transformative journey? Mm. Um, first of all, thank you so much for kicking off this conversation and really opening this portal for us to understand what are emotions because in the society that we live in, emotions are not normalized uh, so widely. So let me start off by sharing that emotions are your feelings, your inner feelings. And this is your inner intuitive intelligence. This is part of your GPS system uh, that's built into your body, that's built into your space in which you have the ability to perceive the world. So um, imagine you going into a room full of people and this is the first time you're stepping into a new space and you don't know anyone, you don't know, you may just know what this gathering is about and you may have some idea of, um, you know, why you're being called to go. But imagine you going into this unknown space and as soon as you enter, you're going to feel something in your gut. You're going to have an inkling of what kind of space you're entering. Is it a welcoming space? Is it a loving, warm space? Is it a space where you're wanted and you're, you're so accepted? Or is this a space where people are uh, maybe not as in tune with you? Maybe they're not as welcoming. Maybe they're not as open. Uh, maybe they're not in resonance with you. And the, that gut feeling that you have, Mitesh, without knowing anything, that gut feeling is your feeling and that is really a part of your emotion so emotions are often irrational they're often illogical they don't have a clear reason why they're there you can't really explain your feelings to people in a very logical rational way and, but they are part of you. They're part of, again, your natural intelligence system, and they're really a way for you to perceive the world. And I will tell you, Mitesh, that while in the society, there's a big number of people who are very logical, rational, and like doing things by the time, doing things in just very, that structured way, 
but there is a really a big population of people, mm. a lot of women, even men who are highly sensitive, who are very empathic, and they're so much in tune with their feelings that their primary way of perceiving the world is through their emotions, through their feelings. Mm. So yeah, we are out there. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I want to just highlight that how much of a gift this is, because I know a lot of the world sees emotions as like unnecessary or you know, needs to be shut down or it can be too much or too little or whatever it is. But it's really a gift because like you said, when there is that unknown space, the first signal that your body gives you is, your, is through your emotions, through those feelings. And that's a great place to, to start from and to honor that, to really recognize that and to, to work with that. And so to take this a step further, you know, why do we need to be aware of our emotions in the sense that you know, once they're there, what what can we do with them? Like what what can how do we how do we work that in through that transformational process? Yeah, and you know, I wanna I wanna go into that in just one moment. I wanna stick with what you said. People are afraid of their emotions, and I just wanna you know kind of set that uh, set that reality too, because mm. the world we live in, because emotions are so unpredictable. They, are, they just show up and they often cannot be understood by a rational mind. We live in a society that is very fearful of feelings, of emotions, and it's a very unbalanced society that we have formed. And even people, I think for, it goes for every human being, if this is a scale of how much you are in tune with your emotions, you are maybe completely in tune or not in tune at all. There is, everybody can fall, you know, in on the scale in different places. So there's that very uh, real fear of emotions out there, which makes it hard to access emotions and feelings at all times. And I have seen a lot of people out there that have, that feel that this, their ability to feel is completely dormant or or their ability to feel is so open and active that it it creates this overwhelm of feelings constant overwhelm of feelings that they don't know how to work through so all of this is sacred and it just needs that balance coming to that space of balance where you can you can feel all of this, all of your feelings. At the same time, um, there's a place to come in balance with it. You know, do I like what I feel? Mm. If I don't like, what do I do about it? How do I map these feelings to the thoughts and the beliefs underneath it? How do I kind of do kind of open up these layers? Take this like that first feedback and open up these layers and create my own inner surgery around it and mm. find the way to align with it so that I feel more in balance with my feelings. Mm. And, and it brings me this this thought of like, you know, oftentimes we are fearful or scared or just feel powerless when we don't understand something. Exactly. And what you're saying here is really to understand 
your emotions to be able to really see why it's giving you this feedback, where it's coming from, and to to really have a dialogue with your emotions almost. Like you're having like this inner relationship with your emotions and that can can really lead you to that next step mm -hmm. of where you need to go. Yeah, and there's this one and another thing that I want to bring up just like like thoughts are in the active mind and i mean yeah like yeah i'm thinking this thought and i'm aware of it right like it's almost i find it easier and, and you know i say that with a lot of humility and you know understanding the sacredness of these thoughts too at the same time emotions are they live in the subconscious mind and sometimes it's not easy to access these emotions and be aware of them. And, and that's why they are, they're so intelligent. That's why they, have, they can give us so much more information and feedback because they are living in the subconscious mind. And we know in this modern day, now we know that our subconscious mind affects everything in our life. It affects how we feel, how we sleep at night the quality of our sleep, the quality of our life, how much we're able to relax in our body, how much our mind can relax, how much content we feel with our actions, whatever we do in the world, how much contentment are we getting, how much, how inspired do we feel in our mind, and a lot of that is driven by the subconscious mind. So mm. if there are emotions sitting in the subconscious mind that are, um, sitting there and we're fearing them or for some reason they're not processed, they can really affect these very important aspects of our being, our existence, basically. Hmm. So there's a lot to, uh, to unpack there. And, and as you said, it affects so many different areas of our life. And so this brings up a question for me is that, you know, where are the opportunities for folks to really you know, work with their emotions? Mm -hmm. what, are, what are some of those, those places that they can take themselves with through these emotions? Yeah, um, I, I will say that two big things. Number one is the fear. You know, when we think that these emotions are just, they show up anytime and they just consume us, they overtake everything we're doing, there's this fear in in that and and that affects our ability to accept our emotions as us and the second thing is really the shame uh, that's so out there in the society that feelings mean there's like shame in accepting those feelings shame in talking about these feelings shame in feeling um, and no matter what the world says, what the society says, what the culture says, what the family says, what the organization says, what the workplace, the managers, children, you know, teachers, no, mentors, no matter what anyone else in the world says to you, there's only one thing that is true that I have found in my own experience that your emotions are 100% valid, no matter how irrational they are, no matter how illogical they are, no matter how deep they are, no matter how intense they are, 
in every situation, they are 100% valid. And, and that just goes beyond any conditions. Yeah, we need to embrace them because a lot of times in working with emotions, I know that there, when that, those feelings come up of shame or guilt, it's like we don't want to be judged. We don't want to be labeled. We don't want to have other people see us or perceive us in a certain way because we are having some sort of uh, emotion show up or a reaction show up or, you know, this gift almost being seen as a curse in, in many ways. Right. And, and, and so that's, that's, you know, knowing that they're 100% valid, knowing that this is, you know, part of your truth that's coming out through your emotions, mm -hmm. you know, how do you transform this relationship with your emotions mm -hmm. to, to make it a healthy one? Yeah, I think this is such a great question. And Mitesh, um, I have to give a lot of credit to our kids here. Um, I think they have been the biggest teachers in my life and I have learned so much, like things that I have forgotten about my own self, I learned uh, from them. And one of them is, you know how when a baby's born and a baby cries when the baby's hungry, right? A baby cries when the baby wants to be held. Every need that a child has, they basically feel it, they express it in, in their cry, and they ask for what they need to be supported in that feeling. And really to have a healthy relationship with your emotions, number one thing is to give yourself a ton of permission and space to feel fully, to really feel all of it. If you're, let's say, if you're in a situation where you just have a, you just have strong feelings about something, you don't have to hide these feelings. You don't have to rationalize these feelings. You don't mm. have to say that you shouldn't feel this way. You don't have to shut yourself down. Give yourself this permission slip to feel fully the full intensity of whatever that situation is triggering in you because that feeling is sacred and that feeling is telling you something about your environment and it's telling you something about what is working you know in that environment and what what isn't and once you feel it fully right make adjustments make adjustments to this relationship you have with the environment uh, or yourself do you like how you feel number one you don't like how you feel, then there is this beautiful opportunity and space to set your boundaries, right? You don't like something, then what changes need to be made? Again, going into that belief level, uh, thoughts level, going into, you know, how do you want to interact with the world? Where are those boundaries? Where are those limits that need to be set for you? And... Um, and taking that radical self-responsibility, you know, because some of these feelings and emotions can be really intense. Mm. Uh, and what you want to do is you, you want to be able to take that power back. You don't want to say, I feel miserable because of you. You know, what you want to do is to be able to 
unhook from all these people around you, from all these environments you are being part of and say, okay, I feel this way. And that means I have to take responsibility for it. And I, I have to own this about me and express it with safety, without blaming anyone else for it. And really express it, express completely how you feel. And then after you have, you're done expressing, really make adjustments, set your boundaries, communicate with others. Hey, this is how, you know, this action makes me feel. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is such a really powerful place to be because now you're owning that and you're, you're taking that power, bringing bringing that power to yourself and creating these mini transformations for yourself because every time you're setting a boundary you're stepping into that love for yourself you're choosing yourself over any other demand from the external world you are claiming yourself as a priority you know and how often do we do that not enough in this world we're just constantly in this autopilot mode of just fulfilling these demands of the world these responsibilities these expectations we don't claim ourselves as a priority and your feelings can really help you in that process so that's a huge step in that transformation process right. on its own just for the fact that you take 100% responsibility mm. and you know, this transformative process with the emotions, it's like you can, you know, sink yourself if you're, if you're not taking ownership of it. But if you do take ownership of it, it there's, there's such a, uh, like an expansion that happens. And mm -hmm. that, that's the transformation that I, I'm seeing through these emotions is that, you know, you're, you have this gift, you have this you know, message, almost like this, this connection with your own source mm. that is communicated through you, mm. through these emotions. And it's, it's there to help you. It's there to serve you. It's there to, to really bring to your awareness something that you couldn't have otherwise. Yes. And by owning them, by taking 100%, it, it almost seems like why would you not do that, right? Like, why, rather than shutting them away, that this is something that I can become the person that I would like to step into mm. just by having this, almost like this input come in and me being able to then decide and choose, hey, this is what I'm going to do with this. This is where I'm going to take myself because of that. Yeah, and that's a big paradigm shift we're leading at Spiritual Alignment to be able to normalize these emotions because honestly the whole world is afraid of afraid of people who are feelers they're afraid of the emotions their own emotions and we're all just trapped into these emotions not knowing what to do about them how to mm -hmm. deal with them how to express them that's a whole paradigm shift we're leading yeah. here uh, in telling the world you are safe you are safe in, you know, loving yourself, in accepting yourself, all parts of you in the full totality, even in that anger, even in that rage, even in that, you know, even in that, that grief, even in, 
even in whatever discontentment you're feeling, you're safe in feeling it to meet it, you know, in safety, to meet mm -hmm. it in a space, these parts of you having that conversation and making adjustments accordingly. Mm -hmm. You mentioned this idea of safe space and along my journey, I know that I'm sure many can relate to this, is that there's been a su suppression of emotions. Right. And so how do you recommend to folks like me where if I'm suppressing my emotions, like there's not even that step to get into safety because I'm like, like not feeling safe from the get go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and wanting to just like push it away. And so how do we get to that place of safety? I, I know you said that, you know, we are 100% safe, but where is that journey? Because I think that's going to be a transformative piece for a lot of folks to be able to mm -hmm. step from like avoidance and suppression and hmm. getting into safety. Hmm. Yeah. Um, are you ready for my answer? <laughs> I'm always ready. Even though it might, it might not look like it, I am ready. <laughs> okay. okay. In my experience, what I have found, Mitesh, for both, for, for the safety aspect and opening to feelings aspect, I have found body movement to be really powerful because yeah. a lot of the fear that we have, I mean, think about it. The emotions are sitting in the subconscious mind, right? And a lot of the fear that we have around emotions is also sitting in the subconscious mind and meeting ourselves to these areas and these places in our mind. And in my personal experience, somatic body movement where you give your body permission to move in, mm. in all kinds of ways allows the body to process that fear really fast. Mm. In, in my experience for fear, I have found the movement to be helpful. And with your movement, your body just opens up, your hips open up, you feel basically in your lower belly, your sacrum area, and the body movement really helps open up that aspect too. I have also found um, meditation, kind of stilling the mind. Sometimes mind goes in an overdrive to not feel or to avoid feeling. I have found stilling the mind and to really meet ourselves in that stillness is helpful. And one thing that always helps me, Mitesh, Okay, I go into these, I'm going to be honest with you uh, and with everybody listening and watching here, that sometimes I go into these places of avoidance too, and they almost happen on a daily basis. And what helps me, I think this is also very important, what helps me a lot is to take your journal and a pen and simply write down what feels what feels again, you're, you're really inviting these emotions to come forward, what feels so disassociative in your experience mm. right now. Mm. And more often than not, I simply start writing without thinking. And when you, when you do things without thinking, without having the mind involved, it, you really take a deeper dive in the subconscious mind. So I start writing randomly and all of a sudden I'm writing about something and then voila, okay, it's, I don't also, not only I write about what I'm feeling and avoiding feeling, but I also write the solution for it mm. um, that I don't need to do play this hide and seek around. I have a, a 
clarity on how I problem solve myself out of that that whole um, feeling. Mm. So there's a whole journaling process that I am happy to share more about uh, at a later mm. date, but that helps me a lot, actually. Mm. This almost reminds me of, uh, I think, something that you've mentioned a while ago, not on this, this podcast, but something about emotion being energy in motion. Mm. And, you know, it's that movement or it's that mm. writing which channels that energy in mm. some sort of motion. So it doesn't even have to be like this uh, you know, really outlandish thing, but it's just even simple act of writing, even just moving your, your, your body in a way that gets that, that fear to be processed, that right. feeling to, to really work for you rather than against you. Right, and, and all you're doing is you're simply being intentional, mm. right? You're simply saying, well, I'm going to give my feeling space that it deserves to have. Mm. And with that, you're holding the pen and you're writing something or you're moving your body, but it's that intention going into it that matters the most. And it's that welcoming, not pushing away these parts of you, mm. but really welcoming, hey, let's chat. Mm. And just that simple act of hello just helps you so much. Mm. And, and these are things that you found through your own experience. Right. And I'm sure people listening today might not know where to start with this. And so you've given them some great tips to, to say, hey, this is where you can begin. But let's say if they're, they're still stuck, mm -hmm. you know, is it, do you recommend working with, with mm -hmm. somebody? And who, who would be a good person to work with to help them in this process? Yeah, so I also want to go a little bit deep into, you know, kind of bringing my spirituality and um, this understanding of energy into the equation here. I want to say that a lot of times, many times, because emotions and feelings sit in our subconscious mind, it is possible that we access things that we don't remember in our active mind. We may access things from other lifetimes. We may access uh, things that are important to process. Let's say I want to uh, lead a project, like I come back to this example, I think a lot. But in that leading this project, there are feelings sitting that make me feel small, right? So I can't really lead the project because I don't feel big enough to be able to lead. Mm. And in that, there are some feelings sitting there that need to be kind of met in that process, right? And sometimes these feelings may be from this lifetime. These feelings can be from my experience growing up as a teenager when I first led my project. The first project I led may have brought up feelings. They can be feelings from childhood experiences I had when I tried to lead something. They, these can be the times when my father tried to lead a project in his life or my grandfather or my mother. These can be feelings can come from other lifetimes when, we, when I tried leading something. So it is sometimes so important and necessary to seek support. Find a facilitator, a, a, a space holder, a person who can really sit there and help you with neutrality, mm. help you process these feelings. Sometimes you need a safe space, someone who can understand and give you that support 
to give yourself that permission slip. Yes, I can have my feeling. I don't have to stay stuck in a feeling, in a emotion. I don't have to have all this grief sitting in my subconscious mind that doesn't let me, like I'm so afraid of that. I, I can meet it in safety and having someone be there and say, you're safe in feeling this grief. This grief is normal. You're safe in feeling this grief. This grief is normal part of you. It's okay to welcome this grief. It's okay to um, have a, a cry, a full cry, somebody who can really witness you as you move through your process and someone, once you're done expressing it, someone who can help you in neutrality process this and help you make adjustment can really be very supportive in, in you moving forward in clarity about yourself. Hmm. And yes, so that, that neutrality, working with somebody who has that, that level of neutrality to help you objectively see your emotions rather than, because I mean, obviously when you have emotions, you're feeling it and you're, you know, there's some, uh, I guess, influence that you're feeling, but to be able to step back and just saying, okay, where is this leading me? What's going on here? I think that is very helpful. So, so that is, I think, such a powerful process to, to work with somebody. And not only just knowing, first of all, taking 100% responsibility for yourself, but to be able to work with somebody to guide you, to not even guide you, but more like to see your own self better. Right. And at the end of the day, remembering why, right? Mm. Why are we doing this transformation, meeting the feelings, you know, looking at sorting through the thoughts? Why are we really doing this? And really, you're, we're doing this to be able to love ourselves more and more, to mm. be able to step into more of that fears, you know, unconditional love for ourselves that no matter how illogical I am, no matter how... Um, you know, I don't make sense, my feelings don't make sense, to be able to really honor yourself to that degree is so important. And it makes the world different, especially as we step into our leadership hmm. um, in different aspects of our life. Hmm. So after hearing today, I think really, you know, it's not a one process thing of, you know, working with thoughts or working with emotions. It's really this whole totality of everything, this whole holistic picture of, you know, everything your body is offering you, everything your mind is offering, everything that your being is experiencing is a stepping stone for transformation. And I mean, I, I definitely picked up some insights around emotions and being able to really work with them. Because, like I said, I commonly go into this idea of suppression and now knowing, all right, it's not about suppressing them, but it's really allowing them to, to go through and feel through and allowing that almost release to happen in that process right. versus, you know, you kind of continue to put lids on things and, you know, at some, some point it's going to just overflow. <laughs> and, you know, what we resist is what persists. Yes. And then, then we find ourselves in this place of funk where we can move past mm. something and we just don't know what it is. Mm. 
Well, I appreciate it, Shakti, today <laughs> for sharing these these pearls of wisdom that you have. And uh, well, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, how would they find you, Shakti? Um, you can find us on spiritualalignment.com. You can reach out to me directly at shakti at spiritualalignment.com and uh, would love to hear from you. Awesome. And so, yes, if, if you are one of those folks who is working through some emotion or not being able to be able to fully process it, definitely reach out to Shakti. She can help guide you in a very neutral way to assist you in that. So thank you again for for tuning in today on our Spiritual Alignment podcast, and we look forward to reconnecting the next time.